That's actually a good experiment. I'll do things like that. Just for fun, sit in a different place than what you might normally. Not necessarily tonight, unless you want to right now, just for fun. <laughs> do it sometimes. Sit in the front, the back, over here, over there. Get a different perspective, because you'll actually have kind of a different experience, at least out here. So it's just, it's just fun stuff. So I'm just talking for a minute, too, while we get all the sound all in balance and the volumes equalized. So welcome, everybody. And um, welcome, welcome. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and begin the night. So if you're not already comfortable, just go ahead and make yourself comfortable. And we'll go ahead and move into calling in the light and the guided meditation. So if you would right now, just go ahead and relax. And if it helps to relax, you can go ahead and close your eyes. And so now, just bring your awareness up to the spiritualized center, the place that resides between the eyebrows and above the eyebrows, back towards the center of the head. Just allow your attention to gather at this place, the seat of the soul. And tonight, just let your awareness open so that you truly become aware of the movement of that loving as it comes into you through this doorway, the door of spirit into the physical body. Just allow yourself, and even within yourself just now, ask to open your spiritual eye, your spiritual ear, that you may see and hear the sound and light And Lord God, just now we do open to receive your divine, loving light and sound. We ask that through the movement of your loving, we are brought into a greater knowing and awareness of the divine spirit of who you are. And we ask as your spirit moves in us and through us, that it lifts us and frees us from all those things in the psychic material realms that we may come into our greater freedom and liberation to truly know and realize the divine soul, that child of you that we truly are. And Lord, we're open to receive of any assistance and blessings that you can send forward this time to assist us in this process of upliftment and awakening so we may truly experience the greater joy, peace, and loving of who we truly are. And Lord, we continue looking towards you and doing our part and moving our own consciousness in your direction that we may come into and merge once again with your divine loving spirit in its fullness and oneness within. So just now begin to see a light right above your head, just looking through that spiritual lie, that doorway in the physical body into the spiritual world, and allow your spiritual perception to become aware and awake that you may perceive and experience 
this divine radiant light as it appears above your head. Be aware how you experience this divine light, whether you see it, whether you hear it, whether you feel it, or whether you just simply know it. And if you're not aware, you can also create this through your creative imagination, this divine radiant light above your head. And so just now, begin to focus into this loving light as it comes forward, entering into the top of your head and reaching through you to the divine action of loving. All you have to do is simply open and receive be receptive of God's loving, to let it flow in you and through you, bringing all levels into conscious harmony, balance, peace and joy, allowing yourself to relax and to let go of all those things that may not resonate or be in harmony with the movement of this divine light as it moves in you and through you. So now, once again, bringing your focus inwards and upwards, now following this light that has entered into your body, begin to follow this light back towards the source from which it comes. So simply relax and begin to allow your divine awareness to begin to move from the physical body out into the stream of loving light. Simply step out and into this Holy Spirit as it is present here now. Notice the upliftment action as you now move into the realms of spirit. And now as you continue to move into the spirit, allow the spiritual ear to open so that you may hear the divine radiant sound as it comes forward at this time. Simply listen in your awareness. You may hear bells, movement of water, or maybe the wind. or simply what may sound like a high-pitched ringing. Just allow your inner hearing to become awake and aware. So in this place, of observation, of listening and watching. Now we're going to also bring forward our own movement of loving to begin to ride the sound and the slight. And so in a moment, I'm going to ask you to chant the Anahu out loud. And we'll do that three times. 
And then once we do that, once again, just come into the quiet, focusing into this divine loving light. So go ahead and breathe in. And we'll chant the Anahu on the exhale. Within yourself, continue now, chanting the Anahu in the silence of spirit, in the movement of this loving, just continuing the chanting inwardly as you ride the sound and light back towards the very source from which it comes.
So now, just call yourself awake and aware, wherever you are in the realms of spirit. Simply allow yourself to come present and aware and awake in the movement of this loving as you continue to ride the sound and this light of the Anahu. So continue chanting and listening, chanting and listening, chanting and observing and watching as you continue to move higher and higher in the realms of spirit. So now, allow the chanting to come to a quiet as you continue to watch and to listen and to experience this divine movement of God's loving, continuing to ride this current of stream of light and sound. So simply now, allow yourself to become receptive and allow the Spirit and its loving light to fill you 
overflowing. So simply now allow yourself to receive and to continue to experience as this movement of loving continues ever onwards and upwards. Do you allow yourself now to receive of this divine light and love? find yourself feeling lost or not experiencing what's taking place, simply begin chanting the Anahu once again to bring your focus and your own loving light into this movement of spirit, allowing it to lift you and to focus you, to bring you into that experience of God's loving.
So just now, once again, wake up and be aware of your experience of where you are and what's going on, allowing the divine inner knowing to awaken and to come alive so that it lives in you and through you on all levels and all ways. Just simply become aware wherever you're at with whatever's going on and allow this inner light of awareness to begin to simply radiate and shine right where you're at, right within your very beingness right now. Simply allow your own inner light to begin now to expand and to radiate from your very center outwards into all levels of your beingness and all levels of your consciousness from your very soul up into the heart of God and into the lower realms of creation through the mind, the emotions, and the body, allowing your inner radiant light to flood all aspects of your beingness, bringing peace, harmony, healing, and upliftment to all areas and all ways. This light of awareness is the light of your own soul. Simply, all we have to do is wake up and to know that, knowing your true divine self, claiming that and living that as who you are. And allowing yourself to live from this divine radiance all the way into the physical body from the very realms of spirit, allowing now the light of your soul to shine in its fullness in every level, in every way, simply being aware and being present, being aware of your physical body, aware of the light of your soul, and aware of the light of God, all in one. Once again, become aware now of everything coming to a place of peace and calm, bringing your focus back to the very center of your beingness. Simply follow the light of loving into your very center, allowing your awareness to continue on every level, and at the same time being aware now of the presence of your physical body and the divine presence at the top of your head in the spiritualized center, allowing your awareness of spirit to radiate in spirit and into your physical body, 
bringing with it that peace and alignment so that all that you experience, all that you do, and all that you are is this loving radiance of your soul. And when you're ready, once you're more centered, back at the seat of the soul, the third eye region, just begin to open your eyes, staying present and aware, physically and spiritually, all in one. And to help bring you back, Jim's going to read you a quote. I'm going to read from The Awakened Soul by Gibran. To be modest in speaking truth is hypocrisy. Wisdom is not in words. Wisdom is meaning within words. When God threw me a pebble into this wondrous lake, I disturbed its surface with countless circles. But when I reached the depth, I became very still. All right. A couple of announcements. As of the end of October, is that right or is that October 1st? Okay, so the 1st of October we had uh, in Coins for Kids, $4,256.87. And now we're probably closer to somewhere around $5,500. I, I have a feeling that's where we're at right now. So I still feel that by the time we do our Coins for Kids project, we're going to be somewhere in the range of 6500 by the looks of it. So that's good. We've done very well for the year. And uh, the... There's still these handouts in the back for you with the schedule of uh, Sunday, November 21st is our shopping day. We'll be here at 9 o'clock in the morning here at the ILM Center, and then we'll head off to Target and do our shopping. And on Sunday, December 5th, there'll be a wrapping day. Is it Saturday? No, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Several people were having a hard time uh, with um, their work and being able to participate. So we moved everything to Sunday this year. So, so Sunday, November 21st, shopping day. Sunday, December 5th, wrapping day. And then Sunday, December 12th, is the island potluck at our, at, uh, my, at our house, Brian and mine. And if you have any questions on any of that, please see us or uh, Laura or Bill in the back, and we'll be glad to ask. Yes? I don't know, Laura. Were you going to also go over to the other toy store?
But it's up to you. I mean, you were taking groups over the over the rainbow before. I don't. Are they still open? Oh, it's up. It's up to you. Okay, we'll figure it out before we go. <laughs> Well, well, we'll decide and figure that out. It looks like we're going to have about 200 children this year and uh, also some families that we're going to be doing Christmas dinners for. So that'll be very nice. I wonder if I can find something in here. I wish I had marked it. When we were doing meditation, I kept hearing this poem or a part of it, but I don't know if I'm going to find it. Well, I'm not going to take my time trying to find it. I'll just rely on spirit. So, also, just to give you some information, because some people have the information, some people don't. And, and uh, I'm going to have some minor surgery on my knee this Thursday at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, but it is minor, just arthroscopic, and should be very easy and go very quickly. And so I should be here next Tuesday as well. Uh, I might be in a wheelchair, I might be on a crutch, and I might be jumping around real happy. So <laughs> I have no idea just what the recovery time is going to be yet, so we'll find out. But I'm uh, looking forward to getting rid of whatever this is in my left knee and, and move forward with it. So just hold me in the light Thursday at 9 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I said it over and over again. How, as a child, I used to hear on the inner levels, "Wake up, wake up," and I even created uh, a tape recording to remind me during my meditation time to wake up. And it was interesting years later to find several poems by Rumi, where he talks about waking up, or about don't go back to sleep. And I found that very profound for me to, to recognize that the inner and the outer teachings are the same. And they're the same from one age to another. They're always consistent. They're always true. They're always the same. And that's one way to know that it is coming out of the loving heart of God. God's loving is consistent. It is the same. It never changes. It never fluctuates. It is consistent and same. And so are the teachings that come in the loving and from the loving. It's always the same. It may be in a different format, in different wording, a little bit different structure, but it's always the same. And so is the pathway home. It's the same path, the path of loving. And so uh, this morning and just a few minutes ago, I was, be, I was really being reminded and hearing this whole idea of wake up, wake up. 
So why are we waking up? What are we waking up to? What are we waking up from? Did we go to sleep? Well, yes. In truth, we went to sleep. The soul, when it entered into these realms of experience, in a sense, went to sleep. As I've spoke of in the past, the spiritual eye has three components to it. The highest component is that which is looking up to the eternal light and to God. The middle component is that which is looking into the psychic material worlds of the mind. And the lowest part of it is that which looks into the emotional and the physical of the psychic material world. And when the soul entered into this creation, it looked away from the divine light and began to look down into this creation to hold its focus here to be able to come down into this level and have experience here. And it is true that wherever you hold your focus, that's where you're going to go. And so it is in this action. As the soul began to hold a downward gaze into this creation to be able to come down into this level and to have experience, it began to lose sight and to lose memory of its true nature and of the direction from which it had come and the direction that truly home is. And it began to lose its awareness as it did that. And in mystical terms, it is called the soul has gone to sleep. And it is for the teacher to bring awakening to that soul so that it begins to have memory, remembering of its true nature as spirit, as soul, as loving, and to begin to look back to its original source, to God, and to stop looking for the source in that downward and outward gaze. And so part of what I'm here to do is to assist you in waking up and then not going back to sleep. Because you truly can wake up. There are many souls through many eons of time that have come awake in their meditation and had great illumination and anchored themselves in soul and even moved into the realms of spirit. But yet somewhere along their lifetime, they got distracted by the world once again and looked down and out and they went back to sleep. And so in Rumi's teachings, as in in others, they're saying, wake up, but they're also reminding you, and don't go back to sleep. The tendency is to get lazy. In this creation, it's very easy to get distracted and to get lazy. And we will dedicate ourselves for a period of time, but then we lose interest, we lose heart, we lose momentum. We get distracted and start getting more interested in other things. And all of a sudden, that which was the most important thing in our life, and we were going to dedicate our whole life to, all of a sudden doesn't have the same value, doesn't have the same attraction to it that it had when we first made that dedication. And now it's something else. And we're on to that which is next. And when that has happened, to disciples on this pathway that have come awake and they have gotten distracted and gone off 
in other ways of living, other ways of doing, and have been distracted from that pathway of the divine, they have gone back to sleep. And they find themselves, over time, having to reincarnate again and again to find that pathway where they again can come awake and stay awake so that they no longer reincarnate, but they continue their journey back into the very heart of God. So remember, when you're meditating, remind yourself, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because it's very important to wake up in your experience, to wake up into these higher levels, to wake up and know who you really are in every moment, in every breath, and to have the fullness of experience in a waking state. And keep reminding yourself as well, don't go back to sleep. Now, that could be literally wake up and don't go back to sleep. Stay focused. Keep your attention here and now. Keep your eyes closed, but keep your spiritual eye open and stay awake. And don't let your consciousness go back to sleep. But in that process, you might find that the body will go to sleep. That's okay. If the body goes to sleep, that's okay. But as the body's going to sleep, if in there you can also tell yourself, wake up, wake up, you can wake up beyond the body consciousness. You can wake up beyond the body consciousness and have divine experience, the experience of your own divinity. Have you ever read Shakespeare's play a Midsummer Night's Dream. Well, this is the dream. This is the dream that he is writing about. And we can get caught up in the dream very quickly and very easily and be chasing after so many things that aren't real. They are part of the storyline of the dream. And it's for us to find a way to wake up. And we don't need to wait for the fairy king and queen to wake us up. It's for us to wake up. It's for us to wake up. So I invite you to find some way to remind yourself to stay awake, to stay awake in your meditations. For some, it's just simply a process that's very simple. And they don't really have to remind themselves because the tug inside is so strong from the inner to pursue the spirit, to stay awake, and to have experience. But for some of us, the tug is there. God is calling us home, and we can feel the tug of that loving cord within us. But yet that other part of us that is so caught up in the world and distracted by the world also says, and I'm too tired. I don't want to do this. I want to roll back over and get some more sleep. And it's for us to decide which voice are we going to listen to. What are we going to follow? And then begin to see in the following of whatever voice we follow, what experience do we have? 
Are we having the experience that we truly want to have in life? And I would say that if you begin to follow after that voice that says, wake up, stay awake, be attentive, focus on the loving, focus on God, have God first in all things, including your meditation, you will begin to realize that your meditation is first and foremost in all that you do. And the days that you miss it, you really do miss it. You miss the experience that comes into your life through the meditation, that fills your day, that gives you that foundation that you can stand upon. And it seems as though the day is a little bit lighter, a little bit easier, that people work with you a little bit more in a loving way. And then there's those days where you don't meditate and it seems like everything is sticky and you're walking through mud. And no matter what you say, people aren't getting it. And no matter what they say, you're not getting it. And you just kind of go, what's wrong with this day? And then all of a sudden you go, oh, you know what? I didn't meditate this morning. I decided to have another cup of coffee instead. <laughs> I can say that because that's what I've done. And then I find out later on in the day that cup of coffee didn't serve me as well as the extra time in meditation would have. So, experiment. Be flexible in everything. And let it all be okay. Let it all be okay. And learn from every experience you have. Don't make anything wrong. Don't make it wrong that you didn't meditate today. Don't make it wrong you only meditated 20 minutes and not two hours. Make it all all right. And then learn from it all in the rightness of it. There's learning in everything. There's opportunity in everything for the soul to wake up into its own divinity if we will allow it to be that way. But oftentimes, we place judgment on things. We place judgment on ourselves. And that energy of judgment creates great barriers. Great barriers that can stop us in our tracks and not allow us to continue moving forward in that action of experience. And that's what the soul is here to do, is to have experience and to have it fully. And part of that experience is to waking up into its own creativity, its own potential that is that God potential in each and every soul. And the center of the divine spark that is seated here at the seat of the soul, at the spiritual eye, at the very center is pure love. Pure love beyond anyone's understanding, but it's what everyone is longing for. And as pure love begins to go forward in action, in motion, in expression. Pure love is a very creative presence, a very creative action. And God in you is creative. And it is looking to find ways by which to be creative in you and through you and around you. And it creates through loving. And it's for you to wake up first to the loving and then to begin to find how to express that loving. How does it want to share itself? How does it want to move?
How does it want to share and express and be with others and to be with self and live in that, love in that? And then in that, you're also going to find that there are going to be creative qualities, creative elements in that divine loving movement. And it's for you to discover what that creativity is. Now, for some, it can be a very obvious creative expression. It may be something that you've longed to do all this lifetime. Dance, paint, write. And it may be something that will come forward that you've never thought of doing in your life. And yet, the soul in you knows that if it goes into that expression of creativity, it will have a greater avenue by which to come into its fullness. And so you might find yourself all of a sudden drawn to go and join a choir and to begin to sing in the choir or to take song singing lessons or music lessons and begin to play an instrument so that the soul in you can begin to share itself to share its creativity, to share its divinity, to share its loving with and through this body consciousness and with others at this level. But oftentimes, we'll even block that action. We'll block the loving as the loving begins to want to come forward and share itself. We'll block it because we'll immediately put a judgment up and go, well, they won't understand what I'm saying or what I'm doing. Or we will not trust that action of loving to the point that we will block it and hold it back from its expression. Or we may have that urge to go and take singing lessons. And yet there's another part of us that will stop us in our tracks. Well, I can't sing. I don't know how to do that. Well, that's why you're going to go take lessons. You're going to go find out how to do that. So let your soul inspire you to move forward and be creative. Now, as the soul's loving comes into to manifestation and begins to express itself, it expresses itself through that avenue of creativity. And as that creativity begins to blossom and grow and manifest, out of that, excuse me, comes all these other qualities that is in the soul. That is God. Remember, God is loving. And out of loving came all things. When God first created the spiritual realms, he created out of loving. And then he sent forth into the realms of loving all the aspects of himself so that God could fully know self in full manifestation, full expression, full movement in the action of loving. And those aspects and those qualities reside right here in the very center of your being, in the very center of that divine spark, in the very center of that loving, is all the qualities of God residing right there, waiting to manifest, waiting to share, waiting to live.
waiting to love. So, out of that creativity, then comes forward all that is of God. Abundance, grace, gratitude, and all that is God. And yet, we will block our loving because we're afraid other people are going to judge it or misunderstand it or abuse it. And we will block our creativity because we don't think we can do it. We doubt ourselves. We hold ourselves back. Well, so many people can do it better. Why should I do it? And where was, where's it going to go anyway if I start singing? I and mean, I'm not going to get a recording studio to ask me in. I'm not going to get a recording contract. So why even start singing? Well, that's not necessarily the motivation of the soul. The soul wants to share itself. It wants to express itself. It wants to fulfill itself. And that may be the way your soul wants to do that. It may be through other means, writing, art. And it may be through other creative ways, such as service, of going out and working at a food bank, or going and visiting people in a nursing home. There's other types of creativity besides what we consider in the world to be creative. There's creative action, creative expression, which is all coming out of loving. So in truth, a creative action of service coming out of loving is one of the greatest creative actions there are. And I have found for myself one of the greatest creative actions of loving that I can do on this planet is to walk down the street or in the mall or at a grocery store or even driving and smile. Just put on a smile and let people catch that, that creative flow of loving and watch what people do with it. And it's an amazing process. And I love it when people do it with me because I can feel the transformation inside myself. It transforms me. It lifts me. It puts me back in that divine place rather than in the world. It reminds me back into my true self once again in that one split moment. A sincere smile can change a focus, a consciousness, an action in the world. And you know what? Even a fake smile can do the same thing. I've I remember walking through the grocery store one day and I was not having one of the best days. But I decided that I would do my best to still put on the good face. So I created a smile and I'm walking around shopping and had to keep reminding myself, smile, smile. You know, like, wake up, wake up. <laughs> and all of a sudden, as I was walking through this one area, this woman came down and turned the corner and our baskets almost hit and she looked at me like, you know, what are you doing? And I just had my smile on and she looked at me and she all of a sudden cracked a smile and her smile was real and it made me really smile. And I felt it. All of a sudden it caught and I was now smiling for real rather than this fake smile trying to get something going with, with myself and with others. But I found that that's also something that's very trans transformative for me. 
if I'm in a bad place, if I'm not in, having a good day, if I'll just smile, things begin to change. And it can be a very phony, fake smile, but it changes the attitude. It changes the whole way the consciousness relates to itself. You know, I've often said that fake it until you make it. You know, it's really true that in the universe, if you want something, begin to live as though it already is. Don't say, God, give me. Say, God, thank you. And all of a sudden, the universe goes, oh, wait, you know, we've got to fill the space up. He thinks there's something here. And the universe begins to pour in there whatever it is you want. Well, putting on a smile, even if it's not real, there's a part of your consciousness that goes, oh, he must be happy. I didn't know that. Let's get happy. And all of a sudden, there's a, a transformation that takes place in the consciousness. And you begin to feel a shift. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but try it and see what happens. I know as a kid, I would stand in the front of the mirror and do a lot of different techniques of awakening so that I could see my aura more clearly or that I could see different things uh, in spirit. And I remember standing there sometimes and just smiling at myself, just smiling. And inside I would be saying, I love you, I love you. And I remember one day, all of a sudden, I said it, and I really meant it. Oh, my God, I really meant it. And so then I started standing in front of the mirror and saying all these other things to myself. But I would just say one statement, one thing at a time, over and over and over, day in and day out, until it finally happened. And I would just look at myself in my eyes. And it works. It really works. So find these little things. And, you know, the soul knows how to do it. If you'll just begin to relax and allow the soul to play and do and be, it will show you what to do. It will show you how to be. And it will bring the transformation about. You don't have to do anything other than be vulnerable to the movement of loving, to the action of creativity, and to the expression of the divine presence within you. That's all you have to do. And yes, you do have to get up in the morning, you do have to brush your teeth, and you do have to get to work, and, or whatever that is that you do in the morning. You still have to do that too. But you can do it with a different attitude. You can do it with a different action. And you can have a very different result because of it. And isn't that what you're meditating for? There's a different result you're looking for in your life than what you've had. And that's why you're willing to sit down and meditate. I mean, what is motivating you to sit down and spend time every day with your eyes closed after just waking up possibly, and at the same time trying to stay awake as you have your eyes closed sitting there. And your body's going, oh, I guess we're going to go back to sleep. And you're going, no, wake up, wake up. And it goes, well, then open my eyes. And you go, no, we're going to keep the eyes closed right now, but wake up. And it goes, you're crazy. <laughs> You don't wake up with your eyes closed. You wake up with your eyes open. Wake up. So, you know, what is motivating you? Well, it isn't the body consciousness. It isn't the emotional, and it isn't the mind. It is 
the divine. It's that which is truly you. It's that which sits inside of you that is ever the I, the true I am that is present, that is there experiencing. And it wants to wake up. It does not want to stay asleep in this realm. It does not want to stay in this dream. It wants to wake up. So why doesn't it? Why doesn't it? Because the mind has a great grip upon the soul at this level. And it has, in a sense, tied it in a knot and trapped it here. 